0: We are letting one of those videos out every day this this week until Christmas. Brace yourself. Some of them are kind of out of the box. Some of them are just funny. But uh, just trying to have some fun and give some uh, holiday cheer. Um, You know, there are people that are hurting, people that are in need. And uh, sometimes you just need to laugh a little bit, especially in church. Uh, God is a God of joy, and the joy of the Lord will be our strength. So bless you. Um, I also want to say I don't know that we announced it this morning, but we are going to two services starting the first Sunday in January, eight fifteen and ten thirty. So I just want to encourage you get that on your calendars and um, come and help support. Um, We got a lot of places for you to serve, a lot of places for you to plug in, and we need you, man. We need you so badly. Uh, And there's great opportunities to be able to serve. But a lot of good stuff happening here at Church on the Hill because we're growing, we're building. Um, having some growing pains. You've got to kind of work to find a parking space. Once we go to two services, that's going to improve. But uh, just bear with us. We're a uh, lot, lot going on. But here at Christmas time last week, I started just talking about how we prepare for Christmas. How much preparation goes into Christmas. Just think about how much you put into that. How many months ahead? How many here does a Christmas club account? Wow. Us? If we didn't do a Christmas club account, we would not have any Christmas money to to buy on presents. Um, we start planning; it starts in November for the next year. And uh, I'm telling you, if we don't start saving now, then come Christmas time, we're wondering where are we going to get our presents. But we plan way ahead. How many of you cook for your family and have to go to the grocery store and plan ahead? Get people to help you bring stuff and go, go shopping. So many times we do it now by our phone or, or uh, online. Or you, Who still goes to the store? I hate going to the store. I like Amazon.com. Yeah. Free two-day shipping. So uh, we prepare. But how did God prepare for Christmas? Do you know God prepared for Christmas? He prepared for us. And he prepared well. God prepared. And I started thinking, you know, last week I told you I made a Christmas list this year. But what was on God's Christmas list? What was on God's Christmas list for for the very first Christmas? And we started looking at it last week. But to begin with, the basic only thing on the Christmas list was Jesus. Jesus. It says in John 3, 16, and we all know this scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave. For God loved us so much that he gave his only son. That whoever, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I think that we as churchgoers, kind of in religion, Kind of even as Christians, we even go numb to this scripture. We can all say it, but do you really get it? The intention of Christmas was Jesus. God loved us so much that he created Christmas by giving his only son. What a Christmas gift. But with that gift comes so much. You know, you uh, you get a gift, and sometimes there's more than one thing in the box. So many times I've seen my kids open up a gift, and and they get out one thing, and they toss the box, and we're like, whoa, whoa, "Whoa, wait a minute! There's more in the box." Father God gave us His Son, that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life, and that would be enough if that's all that was in the bag. That's enough. But that's not all that was in there. And we've just been looking. At, well, I'm going to share with you the third thing today. The last, two, the last week we looked at two things before that. What we get out of, um, out of the box, so to speak, number one we looked at last week, is forgiveness. And I don't want, to, I don't want this to be taken too lightly. The fact that your sins have been forgiven. The fact that you can come in here today dirty and go out of here clean. And I mean really clean. I don't mean just covered over. How many of you have blemishes and you cover them? You cover them with makeup. You cover them with clothing. Well, when you sin, you have blemishes. And when God forgives you of that sin, he heals the blemish. He corrects the blemish. It's not something covered over that later you're going to go back and see. Now, we sometimes do remember those blemishes, but it says in His Word that He removes them as far as the East is from the West. That He removes them. What a gift at Christmas time. And as I share these three things on God's Christmas list, not only do we receive them, but we have the ability to give them. I can give forgiveness. I can choose to forgive, and the Lord gives me the power to forgive. Without that power, I could never forgive. On my own, I want to hold on to my unforgiveness. I want to make you pay for it. I burn inside. Can anybody relate? But when I receive Christ, really receive Christ, I don't mean play a church game. When I really receive Christ and when I really believe Christ and when I really follow Christ, that burn goes away. That burn is replaced by love. That burn is replaced by power, power to let someone go, to not hold them hold their feet to the fire for the rest of their life the funny thing is about unforgiveness it doesn't affect the unforgiven it affects the the one that won't forgive it tears me up what a gift i receive and what a gift i can give i can give you forgiveness the lord has equipped me to forgive because of christmas because of jesus I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. He is in me. He is with me. And he gives me the ability to win over unforgiveness. You may be here today still struggling with it. I I know you are. Everyone struggles with unforgiveness. But that gift has been given to you. Would you receive it? Receive your own forgiveness and forgive those that you haven't forgiven. It's heavy, isn't it? Number two, peace of mind. It says in, in God's word that, that God is Jehovah Shalom. I am the Lord your peace. And that Jesus has come to bring peace. How many here needs peace? How many here is living a life without peace? Peace. I want you to know here at Christmas time, we can receive Jehovah Shalom into our household, into our hearts, into our situation. That where I go, even though it may be chaotic, I can go into it with peace. Nothing can shake the kingdom of God. Nothing. So, no matter what circumstance I walk into, I can walk into it and start shaking, or I can step into it in the kingdom of God, and not shake. No matter how much the earth is shaking, I don't have to shake. I can have peace in the midst of war. He is Jehovah Shalom, and that was his intention for Christmas. But not only can I receive peace, I can give peace. We learned in the Beatitudes this past year that blessed are the peacemakers. Who are the peacemakers? Christ followers. That means I have been equipped with the ability to bring peace to any situation. That is in me. Peace is in me, and I can offer that to you. You come to me with your life falling apart. Do you know one thing I can offer you? I can't offer you much. Just as a man, you know, you're going through something, your marriage is falling apart. I can offer you some counsel. I can offer you some wisdom. I can offer you some experience. I can offer you peace. That's what the Lord has equipped me with. When you walk into your family situation this year, you can bring peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Think about the Christmas tree and what gifts are under that tree. The gift of forgiveness. The gift of peace, I mean real peace. Um, My mother came up and kept saying about your confession, hold fast to your confession. Hold fast to peace. Hold fast to hope. Hold fast to joy. You remember from the last few weeks, you can't have my joy. You can't take it from me. There is nothing here on this earth that can rob me of that. I can give it to you. But if I don't give it to you, the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength, and nothing that comes against the Lord is going to win. That's what I have at Christmas time. That's what we have church body as Christ followers here at this time is joy and peace and love and forgiveness go into your situation with forgiveness in the front of you. Not letting it be the last thing you remember to do. Let it be the first thing you remember to do. I come with joy. I come with peace. I come with forgiveness. Because I know you're going to do something stupid. How many of you, when you go into, go into family or go into your marriage, go into work, somebody's going to do something stupid that gives you the opportunity to get upset? Y'all have heard my joke. Anybody ever here never been offended at church? Stick around. Just stick around. Somebody's going to rub you wrong. Somebody doesn't shake your hand. Somebody doesn't say hello. Somebody takes your seat. Heaven forbid, takes your seat. They don't know I've even got my name on this seat. Just go look at the little plaque on there. My name is on that seat. But if you approach with love and joy and peace and forgiveness, you know what? You needed that seat. God's going to bless you sitting in that seat today. Lord, they got my seat. Let me get here earlier next week, but this week, go ahead and bless them. Go get them. Go get them. So what do we come with? We come with forgiveness. We come with peace of mind. And finally, we come with eternal life. You know the facts of life? You're going to die. Boy, isn't that a good Christmas message? All those that went before you died. We're going to die someday. Not a pleasant thought. But we don't have to be morbid about it or be worrying about it. But the fact is all of us, each of us, are going to die someday unless Jesus comes back before that. Come back, Jesus. Come on back now. Tomorrow, next, year's, next year, 10 years from now, we don't know. But, but an interesting thing is we're going to spend more time on the other side of death than we do on this side of death. We may live 60, 70, 80, 90 years here on earth, but do you know how long we're going to live after? For etern- eternally. For eternity. Compare that to 90 years. Just compare that to the however many thousands of years the earth has been here and people have been walking the earth. It's going to be a long time. So why wouldn't we prepare for that? We prepare for Christmas. Only a fool would go through life totally unprepared for something he knows is inevitable. As a follower of Christ, I know my life does not end here on this earth. It's barely began. So why wouldn't I prepare? It doesn't make sense not to prepare for it, but I want you to know you're not ready to live until you're ready to die. You're really not ready to live until you're ready to die. The good news is that's what Christmas is all about. That's why God sent Jesus. Christ, moss, more Christ. 2015. We need more of Christ in our life. Not Taco Bell. Not live more. Taco Bell. Yeah, whatever. That's not my way of living, even though Taco Bell is good. Sometimes. And it's cheap. christ Moss, Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. No bell this week. I felt like we kind of went over the top, and I don't know how many of you went to Taco Bell after that sermon, but uh, a few, a few. christ Mass makes us ready for heaven. God makes us ready for heaven when we put our faith and our trust in Christ to save us. In Romans chapter 1, verse 17, it says, The man who finds life will find it. Through trusting God. How many of you remember what life was like before you knew Christ? Can you agree with this scripture? I did not find life until I found Christ. And I want you to know, I got saved at five and I believe it was a done deal then. But I still really wasn't living until I really found Christ and started following him with all my heart. That's living. That other stuff isn't. God says you can find eternal life by trusting Christ. He says, I will take care of your past regrets, your present problems, and your future fears. Do you know what all that is summed up as one word? Salvation. The too-good-to-be-true gospel. Truly being saved. And what does salvation mean? It means God saves me. It means Jesus saves me. It means that he clears up my past. He takes care of my present, and he secures my future. It's the one gift you cannot get anywhere else. You can't find it. You can't buy it. You can only find it in the man on the cross. The problem is in life, we think we know what we're looking for, but we don't. We look so hard for happiness, and we try to find it in so many different ways. We try to find it in love, looking for love in all the wrong places. You know that old song? I want love to fill this void in my life, and you try, and it just doesn't work. Or we try success or security or significance or meaning or purpose. We keep looking for all these things, but what's, what, what you don't realize is it's all encompassed in the gift of Jesus Christ. That what you're searching for is in Jesus. God is behind all those other things, and he has placed you in a God-shaped vacuum that nothing else can fill. Our hearts are restless until we find him. But here's the good news. As we're looking for him, all the time that we're looking... God's looking for you. God's reaching out for you. He's been working on the other end. That's why he sent Jesus at Christmas 2,000 years ago. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20 says, Christ, God's Son, has come to help us understand and find the true God. Do you know if you'll just go looking for God, you'll find Him? If you'll just go looking, try to prove God's non existence because He'll prove His existence. Just try to prove it. Go looking. You know, Christmas really is a celebration of an invasion, God invaded the earth nearly 2,000 years ago as a human being. Why? I believe one reason is he didn't want to just be thought of as as this big force in the sky. He wanted to come and be known. He wanted us to know him. And he wanted to know us. The birth of his son Jesus split history in half between A.D. and B.C. Every time you write a check, you are acknowledging the birth of Christ. The saved and the unsaved. Every time you write 2014, 2015, you are acknowledging the birth of Christ. The whole world acknowledges it. But you know, if God wanted to communicate to cows, he would have come as a cow. If he wanted to communicate to cats, Quentin, he would have came as a cat. But he didn't. He came as a human because he wanted to communicate, because he loved us. And also so that we can look at the, at the life of Jesus and say, Oh, I see how to walk this life out. I can relate to what he's going through. Getting, getting to know Jesus in a personal way. So how did Jesus come to earth? You know, he came through a birth canal. He came just like us. One reason I think he came is because nobody's afraid of a baby. Here's the Son of God, a newborn. Who's afraid of a baby? I don't know, maybe some of you are, but... No way. Man, they just make you want to melt. Nothing like babies. I, it, I, I don't cringe in a negative way, but I cringe every time my wife grabs a newborn because I know what comment's going to come later that day. And I'm like, you already know the answer. It's no. No. We've got four, and let's move on from that stage. It's still a little baby Joseph uh, that the Sarahs um, have been keeping. It came up again. Don't you just want another baby? And how do you answer that? If I say no, that I'm mean? No. I love little babies. But no, we got four. The gift of God is so awesome. And He came as a baby. He says, I didn't come to scare you. I came to save you. He came into this, way, into this earth to seek you and to save. And do you know what? He's been seeking you from the day you were born. The miracle, on, the miracle of Christmas is not on 34th Street. It's in Bethlehem. And he says, I offer you forgiveness of your past, peace of mind for the present, and a solid future for eternity. So maybe you would say, how do I receive those gifts? How do I get those gifts? It says in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13, it says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. We all say this with me. Just say it together. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. How do you find the Lord? You seek Him. You seek Him. Are you struggling? Seek Him. Are you having a hard time this Christmas season? Seek Him. If you seek Him, you will find Him. He is not so far away that you can't reach him. He is as far away as you you are willing to seek him. I find it so amazing how easy it is to seek the Lord. I also find it amazing how easy it is to not seek the Lord. Seek him. If you don't get anything else out of this whole message the last two weeks, you matter to God. You matter. Your problems matter. Your pain matter. Your potential matters to God. I want you to know that 2,000 years ago, wise men sought the Lord. And wise men will seek the Lord today. I want to encourage you for 2015 to be wise men and women that seek the Lord. If you seek Him, you will find Him. It's His gift to you, Christ, Mas, more Christ. You may be here for who, who knows what reason you're here. Maybe someone drugged you here, not drugged you. Maybe somebody, no, maybe somebody drugged. Maybe somebody literally dragged, is that the right word? Drug, thanks. Maybe you're here just because it's Christmas time, great. Maybe you don't know why you're here. Do you know that people come to church sometimes and they can't explain why? They just started driving and they wound up somewhere. That is not coincidence. That is the Lord having mercy on you. Mercy and grace, wanting to shower his blessing and his presence on you. At Christmas time, it's easy to think about presents, but I'm talking about presence the presence of the Lord. He, you are not here by chance. It is not just some fluke thing that you're here. God knew before you were born that you would be here at Church on the Hill today. He couldn't wait. You know how excited your kids are to open the presents? Any of you make your kids eat a dinner before you open presents? Man, it's torture. It's just awful, and they don't want to do dessert. They want to just get to the presence. Could you please just finish your meal? Do you know God is so excited about you being here today? He is so excited about you being in his house, in his presence, and he can't wait to give you what he's got. That's the kind of father that he is. Have you ever had that gift that you just couldn't wait for your child or your spouse to open? I mean, you probably couldn't even wait until Christmas. Do you know that we're created in the image of God? God put that in you. That desire to give. And that joy when you give. God cannot wait to give you his presence. He can't wait to give you his peace. He can't wait to forgive you. He can't wait. That stuff you've walked in here with today, he can't wait to set you free of it. You know what's funny? He doesn't want it anywhere around him. That sin, he wants it out. Come in here and let's get that out. I want to free you of that, the Lord would say. He wants a relationship with you. Now that gets so confusing in church, not religion. Religion is man's way of trying to get close to God. God wants a relationship with you. He wants to know you, and He wants you to know Him in a personal way. I'm not afraid to die because I know what God's like. To be honest with you, I can't wait to see Him. I'm not in some big hurry, but I can't wait to be in that kind of environment in the environment of my savior it is going to be good but i desire that to be here now that his kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven i don't care what backgrounds you are whether you're catholic or protestant whether you're hindu or buddhist whether you're jewish or a Protestant, it doesn't matter what your background is. Maybe there's no background in religion. It doesn't matter. What matters is your personal relationship to Jesus Christ. That's where the presence are, is in Christ. Can you imagine a gift being given at Christmas and you never unwrap it? Can you imagine you giving me a gift? Someone gave us a gift this morning. And can you imagine you come into my office a year later and there's that gift still sitting on my desk and it's never been opened? And I just say, I like the bag and I like the tissue. I just I just like that. Y'all would think I was about half nuts, wouldn't you? And yet many of you every year get closer and closer. Get a little bit closer. You understand Christmas. You understand the the story of Christmas. You understand the songs. You can even sing the songs. But you've never unwrapped the gift. What gives? What's the logic behind that? God says, I want to offer you forgiveness. I want to offer you peace. And I want to offer you eternal life. That's just the start. That's just the start. Would you receive the gift of Christ today? You're never going to be offered a greater gift. It says that if you will just believe, it says that if you will open the door, He'll come in. Don't go through another Christmas without Christ don't go through another Christmas without peace. Don't go through another Christmas with unforgiveness. Church family, don't go through another Christmas with unforgiveness. Christ paid a great price for your unforgiveness, for your forgiveness. Would you receive Christ today? If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, that Jesus Christ is Lord, you will be saved. Will you all stand up with me? I'm just going to open this altar up to whatever need that you may have, and I want you to know at this time of Christmas, the Lord desires to provide for your every need. Not one need in this, in this church family right now under this roof is not provided By Christ, by the provision of John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That gift of Christ, he is ready to provide for your every need. Whether it's healing, whether it's financial, whatever it is, maybe it's a broken family, maybe it's a broken marriage. Do you know that the Lord can save a broken marriage? It's His will. It's His desire. Do you know that the Lord can save you from your health issue? Do you know that the Lord can restore a broken family relationship? Do you know that you can be forgiven for whatever it is that you've done? Open the gift. Receive the gift. Ask for Jesus right now. Seek Him. Come up here and lay your, let, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Just open this altar up right now. Those that are praying, y'all, come on down. We're going to sing. I just encourage you. Receive Christ.